Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Greetings, it's meeting time, and I am so excited because today my Christian brother, Alex Law, is with us, and he's going to share his testimony from being in the abyss of addiction Mm. to 48 years of recovery and healing. Alex, welcome. Thanks, Harry, for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to start off by saying if it wasn't for Jesus Christ on the cross, I wouldn't be here. Uh, I believe I started when I was 12 years old. I used to have my mother make me a lunch on Good Friday, and I'd go off into the woods and talk to God. But as life moved on, other things became more interesting. Uh, at an early age, I started drinking about 12, 13. Uh, start using drugs in high school quite a bit, uh, sniffed glue quite a bit. Uh, scared me one day. I sniffed glue, and I passed out, uh, and I never did it again. I thought I was going to die. From then on, it was marijuana. And uh, then uh, in my senior high school years, a friend of mine, my, we were robbing places and burglarizing places and just doing everything. And, uh, I bought a pistol and a, a pawn shop, and I was 25 automatic uh, junk. It was a junky gun. And uh, I got drafted in the military, and I had to go to the military. And I gave the pistol to my friend, and I told him, I said, hey, I don't mind giving me this gun, but I don't want you shooting yourself. Or shooting somebody well he i got the word when i was in uh, basic training that he was riding around shooting holes in banks i thought that was crazy then my mother called me one time and she said your friend shot himself and uh, what he did was uh he put the pistol to his head uh, over an argument with his girlfriend she said she was leaving him he said well i'll kill myself well he didn't know there was a bullet in the round in the chamber and he pulled the trigger and blew his brains out well, I just went on with life then in the military. I got drafted, and I went to Vietnam for a year, and over there I did some drugs here and there. But I had a friend uh, from down in South Carolina. His name was Louie Hanna, and he wanted to be my friend. <laughs> and I'll be quite honest with you. I didn't want to be his friend because all he did was walk around with a little Gideon Bible and read verses to me constantly and showed love to me and uh, took me to church one morning in Vietnam. I come out crying. I said, I ain't never going back there again. So life went on, and uh, I, wait a minute, I have a question for you. You come out of church crying, and then you said you'll never go back again. Right? Why was that? I I believe it was a truth that came to me, and and I refused it afterwards. I said I don't want that truth. I want to live my own life. And life went on, and I come back from Vietnam, and I had uh, marijuana sent to my house. Uh, Okay, um, almost every every other week there was packages coming from Vietnam with marijuana. So life went on with marijuana and alcohol, and uh, I got married because my friend got married, and uh, uh, I cheated on my wife constantly. I, I made a fool of myself, and uh, to be quite honest with you, I would just uh, I would say, look, she should try somebody else because that's how bad I treated her. As time went on, I couldn't be married and, and be a womanizer at the same time because Satan had control of my mind and my heart. And I was just going out there being crazier and crazier. Start hanging out with people that uh, 
used quite a bit. And uh, I, I was kind of a person that uh, did a lot of bad things around people and, and sn- sn- snuck around and just cheated on drug deals. And I went away one weekend, and uh, I knew I was going to get beat up by about 18 people. And I, I thought I was going to get raped also. And what it was is uh, I, I looked up in the sky and started crying to God. I said, God, help me. Please help me. And I heard God's voice in my spirit, and he said, no, this is what you wanted. <laughs> wow. I didn't want it. I kept saying, please help me, God. And he said it a second time. No, this is what you wanted. In my understanding today of that voice from heaven, uh, it was like a father's voice. <laughs> it was like a disciplinarian voice. No, no, this is what you want. It was like a dad talking to me. So I cherished that thought over the years. And I, I really uh, appreciate I had four good pastors over the 40-year period, and I have a good one now. And they told me the truth about the gospel and that I could continuously surrender. That's the only reason why I'm here is because I, I had a willingness to change. And change was good and, and, and it's still changing, and I'm not perfect. Let me back up a minute as well. God, in your heart, told you this is what you want. And folks, Alex got emotional. You heard him get emotional because this was so profound in your life. It was like a father scolding you. Is that right, Alex? Absolutely. Absolutely, and I knew it. And uh, I hold that in great value because he followed me all my life. He didn't quit. I quit on him so many times. <laughs> and I believe that uh, I have an understanding for people that are lost. I, I know the trouble that people can get into, and <laughs> sin takes you to dirty places, doesn't it? It just takes you uh, out of the, the, the uh, righteousness of God on a continuous basis. But he's willing. His spirit goes to and fro the earth to search enough for, for people that want to want to repent and turn their lives over to Jesus. But uh, I, I know that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost loves me. <sighs> he loves you so much that if he didn't, you wouldn't be sitting here with 48 years of recovery, would you? Absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure. It would never worked. But he continues and continues. I, I have no idea how he does it. <laughs> does anyone? I mean, if you could write a book, you would make millions. But he continues in his mercy and his grace and his understanding of everything. And and he we're in his image, and he loves us, and he wants us to worship with him and worship him. And that's the great part that's coming soon. I uh, I uh, I was taught, I experienced that God loves us but he hates sin so he came to earth to die for your sin my sin and folks your sin you that are listening he died for your sin and alex you accepted this gift absolutely uh, i i would uh i would never turn it away the truth is truth and i know the truth and uh I've uh, gone to a lot of churches, and I've seen a lot of people get saved. I've seen a lot of people worship God, and uh, 
it's a relationship. It's never going to change. It's always going to be a relationship between you and him. And uh, I just asked the audience today, like if <laughs> if you've never received him, give him an opportunity. He'll put things right. He'll put love in your heart. He'll put love in your heart for other people. He'll make a way for you that there's no way. Over and over again, I hear testimonies of people that are going to jail and, and, and God set them free and got them out of jail and set them free, and, and they're living in his word today. I did a small portion of my life in the Allegheny County Jail, and uh, i seen some of the worst of worst. And uh, I, I've had guys come in and share a testimony that they went to court and the judge set them free, and they were facing 11 to 12 years, and they walked out free, man. Uh, God's powerful. You know, and, and understand one thing. It doesn't matter what you did in life. I don't care if you went to jail doing something. I don't care if you murdered someone. I sat with murderers. And uh, and once they got a hold of the gospel and the truth, they, they were a changed man. And they went away to other institutions to uh, to do God's work. Uh, I recall a fellow years ago that uh, he faced uh, double life plus 40. And he walked out of Allegheny County Jail a happy man. So it does work, doesn't it? it, it is a, it's a great testimony to my heart. And uh, get involved, you know. Seek someone out that needs help and understand one thing. You, you, I came from a pit, and he can take anyone out of the pit. And, uh, and I'm just looking forward to more and more of Jesus in my life. I'm looking more and more for my family. I, uh, I pray for my kids each day. I pray that they get a better idea on how to do life. And that's not always an easy thing to do because I can't I can't interject anything that was going to stop them from doing what they're doing, and they're not going to change. They have their own ideas what to do. But uh, God's good. I have good friends. I, I go to good meetings. I go to AA. I go to Psalms of the Heart, and uh, I enjoy that. I enjoy seeing people stand up and say they got twenty four hours clean because I know the journey. I know what God can do. I'm excited about that for sure, Alex. You just said something that's so profound. You go to meetings. We're having a meeting. Mm. And what do we say in recovery? Meeting makers make it. How important that is for the people listening to hear this. Mm -hmm. You have 48 years of recovery by, by God's grace and mercy. But you mentioned, Alex, that God put people in your life, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, work, I'm uh, working with a fellow now, uh, and uh, he's so practical, and I'm not practical. So he, he, he kind of harnesses my life. I admire him. I want to be like him. And it's just that he's been in the program a long time, and he's doing the right thing with everyone around him. He's being honest. He's being true. He stands up for what he believes, even if it offends me. I still understand that it's the right thing to do sometimes. So it's all good in the meetings. Uh, there's people pouring into the meetings more and more left and right. Uh, they're feeling more crowded, uh, uh, more uh, problems. But you know what? God's there to solve them. I can't fix anybody. But I know one thing for sure. I can love on them. <sighs> and I can understand where they're at. And we love where you're at. You're with us today. Yes, for sure. Sharing your testimony. Alex, we're running out of time. Mm -hmm. And I know you have a lot more to share. And I know this for 
for for for real for real you couldn't be with us today with 48 years of recovery without implementing his teaching from the bible and we call them the 12 steps to recovery that's the the ministry that we have on air that we introduce these 12 principles that take us from the prisons from the chains of addiction to helping others. I need you to come back next week so you can introduce how the 12 principles, these 12 steps, changed your life. Would you come back next week? For sure, Terry. It'd be a pleasure. Folks, you don't want to miss next week's meeting. You need to invite everybody that you love to hear this because these 12 principles aren't just to get clean and sober from alcohol or addiction. But it's about using these principles to mend broken lives. Amen. Amen.